Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 150, written May 21st, 2023. The title of our podcast today is Blessings and Curses, Part 5. We like to pick up where we left off, but first, I thought of the Pledge of Allegiance, specifically President Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. I looked up one nation under God, and the FredericksNewsPost.com put it like this. The most obvious interpretation of under God is that he, God, and our God is preserving and protecting us and all this nation, and that this protection allows us to be one nation indivisible. Certainly, a nation that is protected and preserved by the Almighty God will be indivisible to all earthly powers. End of quote. I do agree with this quote, except today we appear to be divided where we're divided over good and evil. The church wants to legislate itself out of this mess. And the world wants to legislate itself into this mess. What do I mean by that? We have those on the right trying to make new laws to control evil and wrong. We got those on the left who wants to write new laws to be able to suppress good and right, to liberate wrong. My take? We don't need more laws. We just need to adhere to the ones that are written by God, who shed his grace on our nation. But because of the stalemate, hmm, well, let the Abrahamic curse continue. God says, moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall, shall pursue thee and overtake thee until thou be destroyed, because thou hearken not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. Deuteronomy 28, 45. Read it. My, my Bible says, And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart, for the abundance of all things, therefore, shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall sin against thee, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far from the end of the earth. As swift as an eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, 
a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young, and he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy land, until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, or the flock of thy sheep, until he have destroyed thee, and he shall besiege thee in all thy gates, until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land, and he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. Deuteronomy 28, 46-52. Read it. Now, because we have forsaken the Lord our God in part, I did say in part, not in full. What I mean by that is we still have the church of the living God still pleading and preaching, pleading to men and women to repent. But Satan, through sin, is capturing the hearts of men and women on a daily basis to turn from the things of God in this generation. But even so, we still have a chance to repent and root out sin from the camp, meaning churches return to God. Parents, go back to church and bring your kids up, teaching them the things of God, that fear and respect for God. We as a nation do look upon the horizon and knowing that the nations are angry, that around the world powers are emboldening themselves to take on the U.S. Why? And why now? Because they don't have that godly, indivisible fear anymore. As they see that we are divided, you can give that thanks to sin and Satan. And it's just a matter of time before one of them, through Satan's guidance, will attack. Let the Abrahamic curse continue. My Bible says, And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body. Oh, the flesh of thy son and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee, in the seeds and in the straightness wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee, so that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children, which he shall leave, so that he will not give to any of them of the flesh of his children whom he shall eat, because he hath nothing left 
him in the seed and in the straightness, wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee in all thy gates. The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eye shall be evil toward the husband of her bosom, and toward her son, and toward her daughter, and toward her young one, that cometh out from between her feet, and toward her children which she shall bear, for she shall eat them for want of all things, secretly in the seeds, and straightness, wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee in thy gates. If thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God, Deuteronomy 28, 53-58. Read it. Now, I ask you, is it possible that we in these United States of America, this civilized nation, will start eating our children? Before you answer, remember, all things are possible. My brother Gene, you're taking this out of context. All things are possible with God. Yes? Well, do you not think that those other nations who were eating their children in history were not cursed by God? Whether a blessing or a curse, all things are possible. Still possible with God. Think about it. Now, because of a lack of food, because they were hungry, suppressed by a foreign nation, so bad, being in distress, starvation made them willing to turn and eat their children. Think about it. It has happened in the history of this world. It could very well happen again. And why not here? Because we too are turning from the Lord our God. Hear ye, hear ye. If we don't repent, we're going to be in the same boat as they of old. Let the Abrahamic curse continue. And I read, Then the Lord will take thy plague, wonderful, and thy plague of thy seed, and even great plagues, and of long continuance, and sore sickness, and of long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law. Then will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed, and ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude, because thou wouldest not obey the voice of the Lord thy God, and it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, 
so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and bring you to naught. And ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people, from the one end of earth even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither now nor thy thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. Deuteronomy 28, 59 through 64. Read it. Now, speaking of plagues, plagues can can I can I be bold and, and, and say that COVID-19 is just a foretaste of things to come? If this nation does not repent and return to to her God in time, you might say, Brother Gene, you're you're losing it. God did not send COVID-19 to the U.S. No, he didn't. But he allowed it. And why did he allow it? Because we as a nation are turning from our God. There's many other plagues and diseases for years that have not, I say not, crossed our shores. Why? God protected us. Why not this time? Because we are turning from our God. That's why. But most recently, that's changing. He mentioned in my he mentioned in my text I just read, there are sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law. Them will the Lord bring upon thee. So not only the known plagues of Egypt, but many plagues that is not known would come upon Israel of old. Now, because we were enjoying the Abrahamic blessings, so it is with these Abrahamic curses. So let the, let's count COVID-19 as a new thing, and there's many more to come as the Lord tries to turn our hearts and minds back unto himself to serve him. Remember the Lord will only strive with us for so long? Genesis 6, 3, read it. Then he opens the floodgates of hell with many curses. Remember, it's each time man as a whole began to sin across the globe, God seems to cut the lifespan of man. Now here we are again. We're at the brink. Could he cut another 50 years off so man's lifespan won't be 70 years anymore? Psalms 90.10, read it. But after cutting another 50, we'll end up with only 20 years lifespan. Or maybe man's time is up and he cut us short with the seven last plagues and his return. This time, think about it. Nevertheless, until then, let the Abrahamic curse continue. My Bible says, 
and among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest, but the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, and failing of the eyes, and sorrow of mind, and thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shalt have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were evening? And at evening thou shalt say, Would God it were morning? For the fear of thine heart wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see, and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt not see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, <laughs> and no man shall buy you. No man shall want to buy you. In other words, you would be worthless. Deuteronomy 28, 65 to 68. Read it. Now, as we summarize, you can see that ultimately the whole nation would be destroyed. And so it was. In Israel of old, they had turned from their God and their nation was destroyed. So, is it today, as we continue to speak of the living word of God, a nation whom God has set up, showed his grace on her, now who is turning her back on her God? Is it any wonder that we are destined for the same fate? We who enjoyed the blessings of God when they were coming our way, but now are we ready to receive these curse that follow as we turn from God? Think about it. I hope we repent. I hope we can avoid this calamity, which I believe that is an impending conflict to hit the United States of America. I dreamed of this impending good and evil conflict in 1970. And the most vivid thing I remember is when that giant T representing truth fell to the ground. I think of the line in the song, Battle Hymn of the Republic. His truth is marching on. Hmm. Whereas I question that today, is this truth really marching on in men? Are we doing the right thing? Think about it. Then, ironically, I later had the opportunity to be an extra in the 1999 TBN movie, The Omega Code. To me, it was so surreal to see again the action of a war between good and evil. Oh, by the way, in my dream, it showed America winning, but it wasn't a pleasant win. May God help us.
pray with me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I repent of my sin. Please come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, as the scriptures say, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. You are now a part of the family of God. Amen. Amen. Now, a word with my father. Lord God, as you continue to call men out of darkness into your marvelous light in Jesus Christ, your son, I thank you for allowing me to be a part of your ministry. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you or someone you know have further need of prayer, please contact us here at HeavensPrayerLink.com. We love to pray with you. God bless you.